Hey everybody, it's Ben here and uh, we've been doing a YouTube series and it's currently ongoing at the moment where we're putting together starting rosters for the teams that have been spoiled in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook. So we've been looking at 1 million builds, uh, what we recommend if you're planning on taking that team to league and we've got 3 or 4 different rosters for each team. Um, and a lot of you have said, is this going to be on the podcast feed itself? We weren't originally going to do that, but actually we've had so many people sort of say, I'd like to catch up with this while I'm driving or, you know, whatever, that um, I thought we'd just put it together in little compendium episodes. So this one is going to be our Black Orc rosters, Chaos starting rosters, and Chaos Renegades starting rosters. Um, obviously these were filmed for YouTube so there are graphics and things but I think we talk through most of the builds as they go so you should be able to catch up and you should be able to keep up while listening anyway um, but uh, if you didn't know we we're doing this series please jump onto our YouTube channel and uh, give a give a watch because we're we're doing a we're having great fun actually talking to people about where we could tweak the builds or, or what else we've missed um, so far we've had pretty good reception so I'm quite happy with uh, our our kind of second draft of the teams. Anyway, I will leave you to it, so enjoy Black Orcs, Chaos, and Chaos Renegades. Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast, and welcome to Black Orc Starting Rosters. So we are covering each of the teams that have been spoiled in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook, and we're looking at the different builds you could take if you are planning on using them for your next league. So normally at this point we look at the changes from old school Blood Bowl to the new season. However, the Black Orc team is brand new, so there's nothing to compare it to. So this is the first of the new teams that we get to look at. So it's really fun to look at the different builds that you can run. So before we move on, what we're going to do is we're going to have a brief of the three different player types that you can take on the Black Orcs team. And starting with the troll. So you can have up to one troll and it is a trained troll, which means it gets the loner three plus rule now trolls have been upgraded ever so slightly with the vomit special rule as well uh, projectile vomit which kind of works like a stab at action so they're still really stupid but that three plus loner does massively help them now positional number two is the namesake it's the black orc itself so they can get you can get up to six of them and they're 90k each uh, movement four strength four agility four plus passing five plus and armor 10 plus so these are your black orcs of old this is what used to be a solid part of the orc team um, they've now changed to biggins which got slightly faster so these are the slower ones the black orcs at movement four they do however come with grab so every one of them starts with grab which means you can position your victim um, which will help you with chain blocks and with fouling but uh, they also come with Brawler, which is a strength skill that allows you to make a block action. And during a block action, if you roll a uh, both down result, you can re-roll one dice with a both down result. So it's a poor man's block. It's um, Juggernaut works for Blitz, Brawler works on a block. So they kind of got pseudo block. So for 90k, you get strength 4, so you're 2 die blocking and you get to re-roll a single both down. These guys are going to do some serious damage and they get general and strength as well. So you're going straight in there. You can upgrade it to block. You can start out with mighty blow or with guard. 
this team is going to be it's going to cause some serious hurt um, they also come with goblins but they are not your regular goblins they are 45k these are goblin bruisers so movement six strength two agility three plus passing four plus armor eight plus uh, dodge right stuff and stunty but they also come with thick skull because they're bruisers so for 5k more you get thick skull so they are they're almost not stunty if you think about the, the different roles uh, so they will be able to stick around a bit more often than your standard goblins but they still are movement six they've still got that three plus stunty dodge everywhere and you can still throw them with the troll if you want to uh, the team's rerolls are 60k so it's kind of a medium build it, it looks to be a really interesting team uh, a lot of people have said it looks like um a bad version of the Lizardman roster. I prefer to think of it as a uh, as a semi-stunty team, um, like a, a weaker weaker ogres, maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. Honestly, spam guard, uh, not spam guard, spam grab is going to make this team play really interestingly. You've got goblins that can run up and foul, um, and those guys are going to get guard really really quickly. So the first roster we have for you is the No Troll build, and I know I uh, it, it might appear like I'm not a huge fan of the troll, I just can't necessarily advise it all the time because it, it can be unreliable. The Train Troll, with a loner of 3+, plus, uh, will be more useful, so if you get that really stupid fail, you've got a 3+, plus, a three plus chance of being able to re-roll it. So, um, it, it, it's considerable. So what we're doing with this first build is looking at if we don't take the troll, what can we afford to run? So you can get six black orcs and six goblins and three rerolls for 990. So that's 12 players, so you get a bench. You get all six of those black orcs. Now those strength four pieces are not going anywhere. They're armor nine, so you shouldn't need to replace them too often so you can save up for that apothecary but having all six live immediately means you're going to be able to farm those casualties to get you the SPPs to get them their first level ups and where you start with these three rerolls the only thing you are saving up to buy is the optional troll really I mean okay you can pick up the apothecary um, but then you're kind of looking for 115 for that troll and then you've got seven players with strength four or five on that line you start chucking in some guard, some mighty blow, and uh, there are going to be very few teams that can stand up against you. But if you want to start out with that troll, you can do. So for 970, which gives you 30k to spend on dedicated fans or to save uh, for your next Black Orc or an Apothecary, you can take the troll build. You get five Black Orcs, five Goblins, one troll, and three rerolls. So you still get a ton of strength and a ton of consistency there with your three rerolls. Like I said, the troll, loner three plus, not the worst. Uh, you're gonna have to keep him supervised, but you've got five goblins there. So what this does do is you lose one strength four piece with um, brawler and grab, and you get to replace it with a throw teammate option and that strength five piece. After you start with this roster, you're really looking to save up for either 50 for your apothecary if you want it that early on, um, or just straight away 90k to get you that sixth black orc to hit that ridiculous seven brawler status so we've looked at six black orcs we've looked at a troll now let's consider combining them together so max strength you can afford to take everything right at the beginning six black orcs five goblins one troll 
two re-rolls. So you do lose a re-roll. This uh, roster comes in at one million. And um, it's... it's <laughs> hey, if you want to start out with some strength, you can do it. So the Lizardman roster, I don't think you can afford to take the Crocs and all the Saurus with anything more than maybe one re-roll. Maybe not even that. This roster, you can take all seven strength four plus players and have a bench and have two re-rolls. So if you do want to start out with all the strength in the world, you can do it here. You're gonna to have to be very careful for your first few games because 120 is quite a lot to save for, especially when you're going into this with no fans and no cash. So you're looking at a good three or four games before you get that third re-roll. However, that's three or four games where seven of your players are gonna be piling on those casualty points getting an MVP, getting those level ups. If you go this way, you will win almost every fight, but you may not win every game. Five Goblins though, still gives you plenty of maneuverability with the ball. You've got you've to maximize your cage game, Grab will help with that. If you come up with a straight brawl match, you've got a good chance of the max strength build. If you come up against anything agile, they're going to escape and you're not going to be able to catch up. That is a lot of movement for and uh, no rerolls, say no rerolls, two rerolls instead of three rerolls is going to limit your ability to just even go for it, to take that rush action to keep up. So vulnerability of this team, movement, rerolls. <laughs> the pro is all you are saving for is that reroll, and you are already building up those SPPs. So if you're feeling a bit gambly and you just want to punch things, max strength, max strength all the way. Otherwise, it's six Black Orcs versus five and a troll interesting interesting team i personally cannot wait to run this um the cool thing is if you look at the starter box the thunder valley Greenskins look like or at least in the box you get varag you get a troll as well but if you don't want to run the troll as a troll you could run varag as that troll um, and have it be more cohesive or uh the age of sigmar um they have the the uruk guys they have a big boss guy who is a suitable uh, stand-in similar armor I love these models. I love the way this team's going to play. Um, and we've not seen it before. So, going to be really interesting. I hope we see uh, the Thunder Valley team. I hope we see the Blackhawk team perform really well. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Let me know in the comments below what you think of these rosters, what you're going to be running, what you think of the Blackhawk team, and what team you want to see next. See you next time. Hey everybody, Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Chaos Starting Rosters. So what we're doing is we're going through all the teams that have been leaked in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook and talking about what exactly you can buy for a million gold. And the reason we're doing that is because most leagues start at a million gold. So we are looking at what exactly you can fit in and what we think would be a really good starting team um, if you're going to be playing in a league when 2020 goes live. So the key changes for Chaos are passing got worse. So passing realistically got worse for most teams in Blood Bowl 2020 in regard to some players essentially passing at a lower stat. So um, a quick pass for a Beastman is now going to be a 4+, plus and a quick pass 
for a Chaos Warrior is going to be a 5+. Now this does seem mostly linked into the role of a player. So a Blitzer or a Blocker tends to be even worse than a Lineman, but Throwers tend to be even better. The Chaos don't get Throwers, so the best you're going to be passing is a 4+, with those Beastmen. However, one serious upgrade they got was you now get a choice of up to, well, you get a choice of one of three big guys. So you get the Minotaur as ever, you can instead take a Troll or an Ogre. So those being uh, cheaper and or more reliable, for example, with regards to the Ogre, will really allow you to kind of choose your chaos a bit better it will be able to you'll be able to personalize your team if you want to only pay 115 for a troll you can do that if you want to pay 140 for a more reliable blitzer in the ogre you can do that as well bonehead obviously being better at maneuvering the piece but you can still stick with that minotaur if you want to really blitz uh, blitz like a pro so even though the big guys are very cool what we're going to look at now is probably one of the best starting rosters for League if you're going to be running Chaos. And it is, unfortunately, to leave out the big guy. Now, if you've picked up one box of Doom Lords, you are sorted. This is it. The screen says six Beastmen, but it is really seven. You're picking up four Warriors, seven Beastmen, three rerolls for one million absolutely flat. Now, the benefit of this roster is you get those three rerolls at the beginning of your League. So there's no saving up to get those. Your team is going to be performing immediately. You have got four warriors. Now these warriors are movement five, strength four, edge three plus, passing five plus machines. They do great work. They are really good players. They're 100k each. They're armor nine, so they are going to be sticking around. You've got six, seven beastmen. Um, so they're movement six. They're blitzing on a strength four because they have the horn skill. So you get a lot of brawl to start this league with. Having those rerolls at the beginning means that you can play Blood Bolt. You don't have any ball skills at all. There's no sure hands, there's no pass, there's no nothing. That's why you need those rerolls. What that will do is allow you to build up your team. So all four warriors are going to be getting SPP. As soon as they get to block, they become absolute killers. So they can go block, they can go mighty bloke, they can get a load of stuff, they can get guard, you can spam guard, you can do so many things with these Chaos Warriors and the earlier you have them on your roster, the quicker they level up to that point. Similar to Saurus, but these guys can still do things because they're agility 3+, so they can still dodge out, they can still pick up the ball or, or receive the ball on a handoff, just fine. So you end up with 11 very capable players and 3 rerolls and all you then have to do is save up for the big guy of your choice. However, what we're going to do now is look at some of the rosters if you do want to start off with a big guy. So we've gone from one extreme, which is the uh, the 4 Warriors 3 rerolls build, into one big guy, one reroll. So this is the other end. You can take everything, but it will not be reliable. <laughs> So you can start with four warriors, six beastmen, and any one of those big guys. So the Minotaur will get you 970, um, the Ogre 960, and therefore the Troll will get you to 935. So you do have flexibility with cash, you've got flexibility with your big guy, but you will be looking at about one reroll. So the benefits of this roster is you've got your lineup of positionals early, so they can accrue those SPPs. Big guys coming with just strength means that they have got a pretty reasonable um, chance of taking a random upgrade and getting something good. I don't know if I agree with that because you can save up 12 SPP to just take block or you can save up to 6 SP and P and choose the skill you want, break tackle, guard, you know, juggernaut, whatever. 
but if you want to just burn three um, SPP nice and early to get them their first skill up, you're probably going to end up with something good. And that is the benefit of this roster. The downside is you're going to be saving up for ages to get second reroll, then the third reroll. That's going to take you probably most of an eight game season to get there. But if you want to just line up with some strength and just play chaos on hard mode, this is the roster for you. Ah, uh, the Minotaur. So I think the Minotaur is probably my favorite big guy in standard Blood Bowl. This build, you drop a warrior and a reroll to take the Minotaur instead. Or shall I say you drop a reroll and upgrade a warrior to a Minotaur. So you end up with three warriors, seven beastmen and that Mino and two rerolls for 990k. So you are dropping a reliable player, replacing it with an unreliable player, and you are reducing the amount of rerolls uh, to therefore make your team even less consistent. So there's a downside there, but the plus side is that you've upgraded one of those strength four players to be a strength five, blitzing at strength six, frenzy, absolute cruise missile of a player. You then get a chance to save up 100k to pick up your first warrior or 120k to pick up your third reroll. You are going to be able to play this with two rerolls, um, but you're going to have to play hard. And the Minotaur isn't necessarily going to help you. But if you want to start out in a league, do reasonably well, but be able to murder stuff. Again, this might be uh, something that you look into because the Minotaur can do some serious murdering. Eventually, you'll add your fourth, uh, your fourth warrior and your third reroll, and your team will be absolutely cooking on gas. It really depends whether you want to take the Minotaur first or four warriors first and the reroll. So we've gone from unreliable to pretty reliable here. So you can take the ogre, eight beastmen, and two warriors with three rerolls to start with. So you're dropping two strength four players, reducing your warriors from four to two, but you're replacing it with an extra strength three, an extra Blake beastman in that regard, and a strength five piece that only has bonehead now i say only has bonehead we've all seen bonehead work in the worst possible moment but this is a not it's not too unreliable you still got three re-rolls so if your ogre really does lose his mind your other guys are still going to be able to play blood bowl you do lose eight strength reliably for five strength unreliably so it is probably less consistent a build but it is cool to have the ogre on the team with two warriors. You've got the three rules there, so you're just saving up this cash. And as soon as you get 100, boom, warrior three. You get another 100, it's warrior four. And then you're really cooking on gas. The downside of this build is if it comes up against the Minotaur, the Minotaur is going to have the edge on the ogre. Um, and it's really going to be whoever rolls the one loses. And I get, I get a lot of accusations of troll hate. It's not my favorite uh, star player, I will, I will admit. Um, star player big guy but you can take a troll and a bunch of other stuff in a chaos roster the troll being the cheapest big guy 115 really opens up some options so the troll build if you're willing to take two re-rolls you can fit it all in so that's four warriors six beastmen and the troll 11 players with two re-rolls at 995 so like we said with some of the other rosters the earlier you get these positionals, the sooner they can get those skills. So if you want to go that route and then save up for your reroll, you can start with the troll and four warriors and you'll be able to play pretty reasonable. I think the trick to using the troll in a chaos team will be to not necessarily activate it all that often, but having a troll on the line is going to save some of your other players because armor nine regenerates. It's going to keep it around. So you've got armor nine regenerate on the troll and four warriors with armor nine. 
it's going to be a really tough team. This is probably going to be the team for those of you that want to play Chaos defensively. You've got five players there with high strength that you can position and the rest of your team is not bad at all. Movement six, edge three plus, strength four on the blitz. This is going to be a terrain build. So if you want to play defense with Chaos, taking the troll and if you're willing to suffer for the first half of the season with just two rerolls, I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from this list. Plus, everyone loves a good old mutated troll, even if it's going to take you a while to save up the SPP. So the cool thing about Chaos in this edition is that you've got so many more options. It used to literally just be, do I take a Minotaur or do I take all the Warriors? Now you've got something in between. Do I take the troll and all the Warriors? Do I lose a reroll? It's really, really up to you. But what we wanted to do is just discuss some of the rosters you can take to start get you brewing up that build and considering whether you do want the troll. Anyway, drop a comment below. Let us know what you think of these rosters. Let us know if you've figured out any better ones. And uh, more importantly at all, let us know what team you want us to do next. Um, because we've still got quite a few to go. So uh, yeah, thanks very much for watching and we will catch you again soon. Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to Chaos Renegades starting rosters. We are looking at all the teams that have been spawned in the Blood Bowl 2020 rulebook and we are putting together lists that you can take if you're planning on taking them in your next league. So we're looking at 1 million gold builds. Uh, we're not going too much into development or skills but it will unless it's really necessary. So you guys have asked for Chaos Renegades so we put it up the list and there is so much option in this roster but what we have done is put together four very different ones um, to kind of give you some guidance on what you can buy but before we go any further we should look at the key changes for chaos renegades or chaos pact in this season so dark elves the, the dark elf and the troll have both gone up 5k so the troll can now vomit on stuff that's quite fun. Uh, the Dark Elf has kind of net an additional benefit. So historically, with its Edge 4, it was always the... Uh, do I use him as the thrower? Yes. Now it's got Passing 3+, which is the best on the roster and better than most other Dark Elves, actually. So it, it, it did good. For, for 75k, you get yourself a 3-plus passer, and all the other stats have stayed the same. One of the really cool things, and uh, is going to give you something to really think about with your roster is you can now take a Rat Ogre. So essentially what happens with the Pact build is you get a choice of three big guys from four. Troll, Ogre, Minotaur, Rat Ogre. So you can have up to three at any one time on your roster. So if your Troll dies, you can buy the Rat Ogre, for example. So another thing to really consider when you're building is the fact that you can now have far, uh, three very, very expensive big guys. And you get a thrower positional as well. So there is a human thrower um, and he has joined the team. He is 75k, 6, strength 3, agility 3+, plus, passing 3+, plus, armor 9+, plus, animosity all teammates. So the same as um, the other positionals on the team. And pass, no sure hands. It has safe pair of hands instead, which means if he gets knocked down not trips if he gets knocked down you choose where the ball goes rather than rolling for scatter 
Okay, so here's our first list. Now, one thing that's going to become very apparent with the Chaos Pact or the Chaos Renegades is that they have no skills at all. And what I mean by that is they've got very little in the way of um, combat skills or ball handling skills. Okay, so the th human thrower has pass. I think that's literally it. So you do want to have re-rolls. So we've got a couple of different rosters, four different rosters, that look at the differences in what you can buy if you go high on rerolls or low on rerolls. Now we've gone for a middle build here. So this is your kind of mid-range chaos pack team. It's called two big throw and three. So you get two big guys, a thrower and three rerolls, which gives you enough to battle with. So four linemen, the goblin, the orc, the skaven, the dark elf, and the thrower. Okay, so you've got loads of great positionals there. You've got the orc for the line, you've got the skaven, you've got the dark elf, and you've got the thrower. To between them be the ball handlers or the quarterback. You've got the goblin there to be uh, just stunty madness, but also a really great target for throw teammate. So this roster, we've gone with the ogre and the minotaur, but you can swap them out for any two big guys at all. So if you take the Ogre and the Minotaur, you go 990. So you can take the Rat Ogre and the Minotaur, both the Chunky Boys at 150k each. Uh, that will take you bang on a million. So you can go for all that frenzy strength. We've gone with the Ogre and the Minotaur, the Minotaur to do your blitzing. Strength three on the blitz, horns, frenzy, Minotaurs are absolutely awesome. And having the Ogre there as a very reliable big guy and the best option there for throw teammate tied together with three rerolls for this roster if you want to play packed for the first time i think i would recommend this more than any other and um, talked with rich saxby who's a bit of a, a renegade pro as well and this is uh, the, the one he suggested and i couldn't agree more you get four linemen you get the goblin for throw teammate you get the orc for brawling you get skaven for running around you got dark elf and the thrower for potential passing games and you get two big, big guys, one to throw, one to murder, but you've still got a ton of flexibility, so take any two big guys you want. If you want to take the troll and then add in your dedicated fans to, to take up the difference, you can do. Um, but I like the Ogre and the Minotaur, throw teammate and blitzing fun. Chaos Pact for the win on this one. Okay, list number two. So what if you want to run three big guys instead of just two? So we've got the troll trio and throw. Hear me out. Three linemen, one goblin, one orc, one skaven, one dark elf, one thrower. So you've got all the positionals again. Take the troll, take the ogre, and then one of the minotaur and the rat or the rat ogre. Okay. Technically, you could take the troll. Basically, it's the troll and two other big guys. I've gone troll, ogre, and either minotaur or rat ogre. One frenzy thing. The disadvantage of this team is two rerolls okay so you get three big guys one of them has to be the troll for cost factor but you get two rerolls which is very limited so skills wise the thrower gets passing on regular it's a longer way to save up 140k but it's not too much of a stretch for your thrower to get two touchdowns all you're looking at is six spp or if he gets lucky and swings the mvp you could by the end of your first game get that third reroll in the way of loner and that will help build up your team so the advantage of this is you start with three big guys straight up you get all three you get all your positionals to start grinding xp for to build up their skills but you will suffer the first few games if you do not have that third reroll quickly 
Okay, so the next roster we've got for you is the big three. So what happens if you want to take the Minotaur, the Ogre, and the Rat Ogre together? If you want to go for all the 140, 150k big guys that you can in this team. So all the really exciting elements. How do you go about it? Four linemen, one goblin. You need that goblin for throw teammate and for stunty nonsense. One orc, one skaven. Okay, the skaven, movement seven piece, brilliant. The orc, armor nine piece, brilliant on the line. And then this is where the payoff comes, or at least the extra cost comes. You can take one thrower or the dark elf. So the dark elf is great. Edge 2 plus, it's going to be doing most of what you want. 2 plus, passing 3 plus, it's going to do most of what you want most of the time. However, if you take the thrower, like we just said, you can lean on that passing um, skill access to get you leader, to get you reroll 3. It's going to be much easier to do that and save up 75k to then buy the Dark Elf afterwards than it is to save up 140k for all the rerolls in the world um but the strength of this is you get the minotaur the ogre and the rat ogre so two frenzy three big guys it's gonna be madness like but if you want to start with the big boys you can do it it's gonna be tough but it will be fun so we've talked through how to take all the big fun stuff in this roster but if you want to go for consistency you actually can so we've got the troger four rerolls build here five linemen one goblin the goblin is ubiquitous one orc one skaven again they're the same price as linemen so you might as well take them the orc for the extra armor and the skaven for the extra movement then you get one thrower or the dark elf now let's come back to that in a second you take the troll and the ogre and four rerolls that bangs you in at exactly one million so you got a couple of options here if you take the thrower you have pass if you take the dark elf you've got the same passing ability and you've got that extra agility you've got four rerolls so your team is going to be doing almost everything it wants to do for the majority of the time now the troll and the ogre both have loner what you could do is drop your thrower or dark elf for a regular lineman and boost up one of your big guys to something else the whole point of this is you want consistency. So those four re-rolls means that you start off the league in a great position with all the re-rolls you want, but not a lot of players to do stuff with. So if you want a, a long league build, this one is going to mean you're going to be able to get away with more stuff. And it means that all the cash you save, all the cash you save is going on buying positionals for your team getting the third big guy getting a throw or dark elf whatever you don't take so safe bet is this but i really do think that if you want some chaos packed madness the two big throw and three build is right there for you four linemen one goblin one orc one skaven one dark elf one thrower so you get all the cool miniatures you get an ogre and a minotaur for throw teammate and for frenzy smashing and you get three rerolls you end up with 10k left over for a dedicated fan factor at this point and you can just go to town so I, this is going to be the most fun build for me let's talk about dedicated fan factor really quickly there's a lot of talk around uh, df being really important so dedicated fans are what you can purchase at the beginning of building your team you get one fan factor for each 10k during a match, the more dedicated fans you and your opponent have together, the more cash you and your opponent get. So it's an investment. So say you go and spend 40k on dedicated fans, it means you're going to get an extra 20k each match, minimum. However, if you lose a game, you are likely to lose your fan factor. 
If you win a game, you are likely to gain that fan factor. So for me, I think it's far more important to have that TVOP element, so team value on pitch, rather than spending the... Because what you're going to have to do if you want to take fan factor is you're going to have to drop your Dark Elf and your Thrower for extra linemen. And I guarantee you that you are going to win more games having those in place. And you're just going to get the fan factor for free. So TVOP, think about what you've got on the pitch versus your total team value. And that for me is why, even though there's a lot of things saying actually downgrade these guys, take the DF, I'd stick with the good players because wins will get you that fan factor anyway. And uh, you're going to get those wins. The better you perform, the better the touchdowns, the better the gold anyway. So yeah, that is it for me on Chaos Renegades. I love this roster. Uh, we've got some really cool ones this season. We've got Underworld, we've got Pact, we've got OWA that's coming soon. We've got a lot of variable builds and I think that's really exciting. Anyway, leave a comment below. Let us know what you think of these rosters. Which one are you going to take? Have I missed one? Um, and uh, let me know how you're getting on with Blood Bowl 2020. But for now, that is everything and I will see you again soon. Hey guys, thanks very much for listening. Obviously, we will be back very, very shortly in a few days with Dark Elves, Dwarves and Elven Union. So uh, let us know if you like the way we put these together, because otherwise we've only got a couple of days to change it up ready for the next one. Thanks very much for listening and we will see you again soon.